0: Hello and welcome to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Henry Murray, and with um, me is... <laughs>
1: I, I am the co-host, Matthew.
0: Yes, and today we're talking about movies that almost happened in, like, failed franchises and failed sequels and all sorts of just failures along the way. <laughs> anyway. um, the yeah. almost was. Yeah, and... Um, and this today we've got like a lot of research really, haven't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Probably the first the first <laughs> episode that I've done like real research for I'm sat here with a page full of notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, because last night I just I went through so many things and just wrote it down on my notes. And there's so many fascinating things. <laughs> <laughs> um I go first. Go on then. You you hit with what you got. So I don't. We don't know much about this movie, but it is the title. is uh, by itself is amazing, and okay. So during the 2014 Sony like hacking like thing that happened,
1: yeah,
0: I think it was due to like something to do with North Korea and something to do with like the comedy movie with James Franco.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that.
0: Yeah, and it was a it was an interesting time, but a lot of emails got leaked, and especially with Sony. In in relation to Spider Man, there's a lot of weird i think i might
1: know what this is
0: yeah and i think the number one thing that was odd and it was odd that a major studio thought it was going to be a good idea there was almost going to be an Aunt may movie yeah it is i mean like (laughs) how does that work
1: (laughs) this is bizarre yeah
0: and the thing is like sony obviously went like oh that's not true at all why would we we would never do that but like There's an email out there that says that we're we're doing an an Aunt May's movie Um, and I think it's amazing that they ever thought that like Sally Field at the time was Aunt May in Spider-Man, the main in Spider-Man 2, Mm -hmm. that they thought they would get her to do a a young Aunt May movie and and I don't know, I don't know what they were thinking.
1: How would it work?
0: uh, I don't, I think they were going for like, going to go for like a, she was a spy when she was younger. Because, like, those movies were, like, defined by, like, uh, Peter Parker's parents, which I would say nobody cares about. But, um, yeah, and I think they kept on, like, wanting... Also, they wanted to do a Richard Parker and Mary Parker, I think her name is, Um, Mm -hmm. spin-off movie as well. So, a movie about Peter Parker's parents, a movie about Peter Parker's aunt, and then alongside that, with that as well, we've got just... So they're also going to make silver and black a movie about black um, black cat and silver sable two Spider-Man universe characters. Yeah. Without Spider-Man again, um, <laughs> and then obviously two movies they are actually get, going to get um, Venom and Morbius. So it's like it's just, weird. it's just yeah, it's just they've heard that Marvel are making a universe of a universe of movies and thought, well, we got one character, let's just try everything that we can
1: <laughs> and we're going to get a Morbius movie next year probably mm-hmm. um, with everyone's favourite leading man
0: yeah um,
1: beloved internationally
0: Jared L <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah I don't
0: I'm iffy on him I'm iffy um, <laughs> but um, yeah that's what I want to say about that really because I just think Sony is amazing for dumb ideas <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's I
1: all. Yeah, I'm gonna say I feel like I feel like Sony are gonna get mentioned a lot.
0: Yeah, in, definitely. In
1: this in this episode of the podcast,
0: it's honestly a miracle that they made those first three Spider-Man movies and they were at all good. You know,
1: <laughs> it really was.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't know where to start with my first one. If I if I, can, if I may go ahead,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Are you doing with that one?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm done.
1: I'm done. <laughs> um. Let's go with the the failed Alien Five film.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool.
1: So, a little bit, a little bit of history of uh, the occurrences. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was two. A, according to my research on the internet, which of course is a one hundred percent reliable source.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, the it sort of started around twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. when I think it was, the after or. Just, just before the release of uh, the film Chappie.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: One advertised. They're the director of that, uh, Neil Blomkamp,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was also the director of um, District 9, is it 9? I think it's 9. I
0: think it's 9, yeah. District <laughs> 9,
1: which is a very popular film, and Elysium, which is also a bit of a cult film. Yeah. Um, he teased that he has is working on it. He was working on a project... Uh, for an alien sequel, mm-hmm. um, but he hadn't told he hadn't told Fox about it yet. Which is weird. One, oh, of, the, right. one of the sources apparently didn't know. They said that Fox didn't know about it yet and they hadn't pitched it. Oh, but anyway, oh, yeah. he, he he did eventually. Yeah. And over the following <laughs> years, sort of, we got hints of what it was because Blomkamp worked with Sigourney Weaver on Chappie, because mm-hmm. she's in that film. And basically, the concept was that it would be a direct sequel to Aliens.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And disregard Alien Three and Resurrection.
0: A good idea. Good idea. <laughs> and
1: so there's, there's there's various concept art that has been released since. Yeah. Where it's got, it's got objects, uh, places. But the main sort of few images of probably key is that there's a grown-up Newt in one of them. Oh. Who apparently. Works for the company or something like that. Of
0: course, he would.
1: But the main ones are Sigourney Weaver with Michael Bean, mm-hmm. who is um, Hicks. Mm-hmm. So Hicks is alive.
0: Yeah.
1: Although I think he's technically still alive in Alien canon anyway. Is he? Because there was there was a video game. Oh, there's oh. the Colonial Marines video game, which, for all intents and purposes, I think people said was awful. <laughs> okay. one of the worst, one of the worst possible games they could have made. Okay, but he's in that.
0: Is that canon? Like, I don't know if that's
1: canon or not. But oh. mm.
0: then, alien 3 he's defend like really dead. <laughs> like, because like they <laughs> at some point like do a what do you call it when like a post-mortem examination thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So like
0: they they cut up his body to look for an alien. So he's definitely dead in the movies. <laughs> um but at the same time, Alien Four, I think, is a the clone Ripley who's dead in the previous movie. After yeah, that at the end, it
1: could be a clone.
0: So, yeah, it could be a clone. I don't know. But it's interesting how James Cameron's like movies get like sequels, and then at the end of those sequels, they usually try to say oh, they don't count, we're going to do a sequel to the mm. the good one. <laughs> With Terminator, it's the same thing. Like, they keep on saying the last one doesn't count, and we're just going to do yeah. the next one after Terminator yeah. 2.
1: It was given the name, I think the, the name it was given was Alien Red Harvest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's the code name it was given. Yeah. Basically, what happened is, uh, well, we don't really know what the story was going to be.
0: Yeah,
1: It's just from concept art. And from the concept art, people had deduced that uh, basically the company would have got their hands on the aliens
0: mm-hmm. and would yeah. have
1: experimented with them.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And that sort of thing. That yeah. was the basic part of it.
0: That's the start of Alien Four, I think.
1: Yes, it is. That's yeah, that's the clone in mm-hmm. Alien Four. Yeah. Um and basically it, it sort of fell apart because <laughs> right. Chappie came out. And it didn't do very well. Yeah, so that it's... meant that Fox lost the confidence in yeah. Blomkamp. And
0: then it went back to Ridley Scott.
1: <laughs> and yeah, and then yeah, basically there was there was the go between between Covenant and that Covenant failed sort of. Yeah, even though it's not it's not a bad film, it's just fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fine. And
1: the problem with Alien Covenant isn't what's in it; it's what's not in it. I think.
0: <laughs> oh really? I've never seen it before.
1: You know, I want to oh. see it.
0: I've kind of avoided aliens past aliens to <laughs> the second aliens. <laughs> so have I, I really?
1: Yeah. yeah. So Ridley Scott muscled him out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there was the um, there was the Disney takeover.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And then about a year ago, there were the sort of people were hinting that maybe maybe it's still on. Maybe. Because James Cameron got involved apparently because apparently there was a script that existed for Bomb Camp's version. Okay. Apparently, James Gunn was on. No, not, not James. James Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> Why James Gunn? No, James Cameron got involved, and he said that he really liked it and wanted to do it. Okay. The Sigourney Weaver was up for it, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then nothing happened.
0: Right. I see. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the story is going to end with, and then nothing happened. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of not happening, like, movies didn't get like a big. Ending where someone had an argument and then it all went like really bad. I think it's more because people get to say, like someone in that Fox or Disney or whatever, they're saying to someone, Hey, you know that guy, just don't call him again, just let him, let him just realize we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot now.
1: Um, yeah. On, yeah. The, um, on the flip side, with a lot of the Fox properties, like Alien and Predator and uh, all, all, the, all the stuff, yeah. Disney haven't really done anything yet.
0: No, they haven't, no. So
1: there still could be something, but I'm, the general consensus is that this is dead in the water. Yeah. So much so, though, that I think there was a rumour a few weeks ago, actually. Or this uh-huh. year, a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah.
1: That there's uh, there is one of the long-term producers of the Alien films has got a, a 50-page treatment. Oh, okay. For an Alien sequel.
0: Yeah. A similar like Alien's free again thing. i think so right
1: i'm not completely sure but because apparently sigourney weaver read that one as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: but when she was asked about it she didn't seem was keen on it oh right okay so um, i'm not sure
0: could be one of those nah i'm not doing that again <laughs> honestly i think as an example for me at least i draw a lot of comparison from terminator to aliens because mm. there's obviously a lot of similarities in general oh, there is first two being great and then just never again and keep on retconning um and i i, I would rather aliens and, and terminator kind of stop at this point yeah. i would only ever be excited if uh, james cameron was directing and the only reason i was i cared about the new like the latest terminator film was because james cameron was producing mm-hmm. i think mean, that wasn't enough to make it better than pretty good you know mm. <laughs> Which is, I would say, compared to Terminator One, Terminator Two, Alien, Aliens, is not like up to standard, really.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So yeah, I'd rather it It just stopped (laughs) at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Yeah, it can be. Um, I think I want to get onto like the one that we keep talking about (laughs) off screen. Um, Mm -hmm. episode. Um, so obviously. There's, well not maybe not obviously i don't think a lot of people know about this um there was going to be a nicholas Cage, tim burton tim burton superman movie mm-hmm. called, i think called superman lives or superman reborn mm-hmm. and it's such an interesting story to me because i think it's it really highlights how dumb hollywood can be and how it used to be maybe not so much now i, I would hope but in the 90s especially it was when it came to comic book movies they were just terrible and i mean obviously the obvious example is how the batman, batman movies like went downhill real fast <laughs> um but i want to go through the entire story almost and just kind of like at the end talk about it because it's just an interesting thing because mm. i think it started with a guy called kevin smith and have you heard of this guy
1: i know kevin smith is yeah.
0: yeah yeah um he's a he's like a writer he's like a indie sort of cult filmmaker
1: Um, he's he's sort of like a a cross between a a writer, director, indie filmmaker and like a pop culture commentator.
0: Yeah, definitely he has like a podcast and all these other things as well I I don't really think he makes films anymore (laughs) he's just kind of like a personality famous person now Mm. Uh, but yeah, back in the 90s he was just writing and directing movies and um, he got, he was given for some reason by Warner Brothers a script for a, a treatment of Superman and it was called Superman Reborn. And it apparently, to Kevin Smith, it was terrible, like really terrible. And then what they did was, he, would, he went to the meeting one day and they said how bad it was, a good like five minutes straight. Then he left, went home. And then he'd get a call every week from Warner Brothers saying, come back. And there'd be an extra guy in the room listening to him. Listen to him. And um, he would just tell him again how terrible it was. <laughs> and he would do that for about a month straight. And then at some point, someone just said, how about you write the new one then? <laughs> and then they like, oh, right, that makes sense. <laughs> and then there's this... Okay, there's a bit of backstory about this other guy as well called John Peters, who's a producer in Warner Brothers. And I think he might still be there. Um, he started off as Barbra hands hairdresser and then became producer. Because I guess you just kind of fail upwards in Hollywood <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> And then, this, okay, so John Peters is crazy, I think. Because like the way he describes him is just a guy who has no idea. He's, he's never seen a movie in his life, but somehow, somehow is a movie producer. Um, so we've said about the new movie to Kevin Smith before he started writing it that he doesn't want to see Superman in the Superman suit. He wants to see none of, none of that. <laughs> so not red, red and blue, yellow, none of that at all. And Superman cannot fly. You cannot at all fly. That's not we're not we're not about that this, at all this time. <laughs> and at the very end, you've got to fight a huge spider. And that were the three main things he wanted.
1: That's bizarre,
0: isn't it? Right. Okay. <laughs> so he goes like, "So I think," and like I'm quoting the man here. I'm literally quoting John Peters here. The reason for the no suit and the no flying thing was that he said he, that was too gay.
1: <laughs> oh God.
0: It is is that I think the like the ideology of Hollywood at that point, which was ridiculous. And the fighting the spider thing was inspired by um, King Kong. He wanted to put the, you know, like how King Kong, op- they open the big gates and King Kong emerges and it's a big reveal. He yeah. wanted that in Superman for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so Kevin Smith, <clears throat> Kevin Smith under these very tight restrictions sort of went like raw treatment and then came back. And then John Peters, he wrote like an outline and then John Peters said, can I, can you like, can you read it to me? Which is not a usual thing to hear. It's just odd, really. And then he said, and then apparently John Peters lies back, like like lies down on a couch and above his face, like puts like his fingers, like to make a screen. And then, and then like when he's reading the story, he's like picturing it in his mind, like a, like a movie screen in front of him. And then... And then there's multiple times where Kevin Smith says he has no idea who Superman is at all. Because he asked, who is Kal-El? What's Krypton? And there needs to be guards in the Fortress of Solitude. There needs to be people in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Which, why? What the hell is this guy about? And then, and then oh, and about the spiders. I've got about this. Um, when Kevin Smith asked about the spider, he said, do you know anything about spiders? And Kevin Smith said, like, not really. And he goes... Well, they're the fiercest killers in the animal kingdom, <laughs> and that was his only like real reason above the King Kong thing. And then he said, "Okay, you can't, you can't, okay, because Kevin Smith said that he won't have people in the Fortress of Solitude." So he said, "Okay, what about the villain comes down as fire Superman and in there's, there's polar bears, and he's gonna he's gonna kill a polar bears on his way there." And then <laughs> Kevin Smith asked, "Why polar bears?" And then he, John Peters again says. <laughs> polar bears are the fiercest killers in animal kingdom
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on top of this around this time um star wars the episode one came out obviously not loved but like popular in box office for that so that read to him as a popular movie and um he wanted to have a side character because the villain was going to be brainiac and he wanted Brainiac to have a, a side little robot character based off Star Wars. And he wanted it to have, again, I don't know why about this again, but he wants to have a, a gay R2-D2, in his words. Um, I've got no idea why. And then it was just, I can't, I can't imagine, like, writing a Superman movie under all those, like, constrictions and all these weird things. And at some point, Tim Burton, who many may know for making the first two Batman movies, and Edward Scissorhands and Ed Wood, and all these other like usually pretty great films, mm-hmm. um, and so. And then with him, he brought Nicolas Cage, <laughs> um, and then from this, I think he he threw out Kevin Smith's script, and then, and then they kind of like moved on with the project. But what's interesting is when Kevin Smith was talking about this. He was watching later, like a, I think like a year later, he was watching a movie. And this movie is called Wild Wild West. And, um, it's a terrible Western movie. Yeah. But at the end of this movie, and it's produced by John Peters, at the end of this movie, there's a giant spider. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, he got it. He got it. He's got this like, giant spider in the movie. <laughs> and, and, like... Hollywood is just it's just the worst place at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. But onto the actual subject of Nicolas Cage. Um they wanted to well, Tim Burton at least wanted Nick Cage because he looked odd and looked like he could transform into a superhero from being a weird guy. I don't know how I kind of understand that, I guess. Like you wanted to have a a Nicolas Cage, Clark Kent who looked like Nicholas Cage, and therefore very odd and weird, yeah. but at the same time could put on a Superman suit and become like a different guy. And I I half understand what he's going for there. Um, I still think it would have been so weird. <laughs> um, but again, another weird constriction on the Superman suit, it didn't want any of the underwear on the outside thing, which I guess is kind of fair enough. I mean, it's fine. But on top of that, they wanted boots and the hands to have flames on them so Sorry? like like flames like you know like on uh, like tattoos when you get like a, a flame like depal on on like the thing they wanted that on the suit and they also wanted it to be made out of corduroy which is like a, a soft like suit material like a business suit kind of like thing mm. and i i do not know where they were going with this <laughs> i really don't and I think a part of the script was that Nick here at some point would die and then be resurrected through science, I guess, and then he would wear like an a, like a luminous like breathing suit, and I mean, I mean, it would this movie would have been fascinating to watch. It really would have been something else. And then again, at the end, a big spider had to be there. That was all. That was always going to be there. Big spider, of course. Um, <laughs> but I think the main. Oh, thing yeah, and I think the main thing that killed this movie like in the water was just... Um, I think at this time, Batman and Robin came out and it was just... it. No one liked number one. And then number two, it made not as much money as they thought it would at all. and They didn't want to take any risks at all with um, the comic book movies they were making.
1: They didn't want to take any risks at all. <laughs> yes, again,
0: what... I mean... <laughs> um, yeah, so it, this kind of like slowly kind of faded to like like history but I just I mean what's your opinion on this whole thing
1: (laughs) that sounds I don't know (laughs) is my honest answer yeah I'm just listening to that and thinking how did (laughs) how
0: I don't know how did
1: it get that far
0: I mean apparently as well they were obviously like Tim Burton's writing his own scripts for it but at the same time, they weren't really, and this is Tim Burton's words on it later, like ten years later. He said, "We weren't really writing the script; we were more just designing and seeing what worked." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "There's so, there is honestly Google um, Superman lives um, concept art, and there's so much, so much art and like different pictures out there of this movie, and Superman in general, like even like the Darker takes, like the Man of Steel movie are." They don't have like a like a I don't know, like a like a matrix style um, dystopian future element to it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at if you look at this content off of this movie, it, everything looked like it was made in, in hell. It was like it, it was like gonna be like this horrible dark world and it was gonna be about how Superman is an alien and not a human being, which I would say is the opposite of what Superman is about. I think it's always been about how human he is. Yeah. Compared to how you would expect him to be, um, but Tim Burton, being the type of filmmaker that he is, usually makes films about people that are outsiders and are outsiders and have to get comfortable with that. Um, so he wanted to make a movie about an alien, not really about Superman. And I think that's it was just it. I mean, it's ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an image of Superman, um, Nicholas Cage in the like a purple and red suit with like long hair. Uh, yeah,
1: I've seen that. Yeah,
0: it's it's something to look at. It's haunting. <laughs> it really I is. See it
1: when I close my eyes.
0: <laughs> like um, I just think like there's been so many different interpretations of what what Superman was going to be in the '90s and the early 2000s, and I think even though I don't hate Superman Returns, the the mm, the the Brandon Roof one, mm-hmm. um, I I think this is so much more interesting i would have would have made an impact on the world
1: <laughs> Oh and yeah way yeah, more. Right, yeah, and it,
0: oh, i just i can't i can't figure out the words to describe how much i would have i would have loved to see this <laughs> oh it was just, oh it would have been great it would have been fantastic in a, maybe a bad way, but maybe a good way, but maybe, a, I don't know. But either way, it, w- it would not have been a boring thing that would happen, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: It would not be boring, no. Yeah. Should yeah. we move on? Um. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to kind of move on, but I'm also not going to move on. Okay. <laughs> um. I'm sticking with DC and I'm sticking with Superman. Mm-hmm. I actually have two things on my list, which are Superman and n- neither of them are the Nicolas Cage one. Okay, okay. So my first Superman one is the 2004 Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about this. Which went under the code name, uh, Batman v Superman: Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, that was the code name.
0: That's an interesting name.
1: <laughs> uh, people might people might know this, but um, this is this or the Easter egg that it was hinted at in I Am Legend. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to an Iron Legend when it's in Times Square or I don't know if it's Times Square, but one of the main cities.
0: Yeah,
1: it is the Batman v Superman logo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is what it was sort of referencing at the time, and I find this to be, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a fascinating story this is. <laughs> I don't actually know
0: the story. I won't laugh. Maybe not? No, not really. This
1: is one where the entire script was leaked.
0: Oh, okay. So, so
1: there's sort of two parts, the build-up and the actual script. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take <laughs> you back to 2004. Right. Ooh, okay. We've just had Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've just had X-Men. Great. <laughs> Comic book movies are on the up again. Damn right. Too two, two perhaps campy, but mm-hmm. good, well-received uh, superhero films. yeah. And Bearing in mind that for Warner Brothers, the last time they produced a Batman or a Superman film was <laughs> Batman and Robin <laughs> and Superman 4.
0: Yep, oh god,
1: so they want they want into redeem Batman yeah. and Superman, they went on a high note, <laughs> yeah, they, they wanted, um, they weren't in good places, yeah, and so a guy called Andrew Kevin Walker, right. wrote a script. He was he also wrote. Uh, seven. Oh, okay. Or, so seven, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh depending on which poster you look at, <laughs> the Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman, which is widely considered to be a very good film.
0: Yeah,
1: and he also wrote Sleepy Hollow.
0: Oh, okay. I'll he
1: pitched them. a script for like, Batman yeah. v Superman. Um okay. They entertained him, but they thought it was too dark. Oh, okay. So too their dark. solution to this. <laughs> was to hire um, a prolific Hollywood screenwriter called Akiva Goldsman. Okay. Who, under his belt at this time, had Batman and Robin,
0: <laughs> okay. Batman oh. Forever. Oh, no.
1: And he would go on to write The Dark Tower.
0: Oh. oh. And
1: Transformers The Last Night.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wow. sense
1: to him huh. He also wrote I Am Legend. Okay, okay. And A Beautiful Mind. Oh, okay. Okay, so he's he's mostly bad, sometimes good. <laughs> okay. And he's also sort of picked up recently with TV shows. He wrote a bit for Star Trek Discovery.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he also wrote a lot for Star Trek Picard.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he also co-created Titans. Titans is
0: no good. <laughs> it really <laughs> is.
1: Yeah. And so apparently, um, I'm going off a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, yeah. One of the things, and apparently, uh, the thinking behind this was because they wanted somebody to make it a bit brighter, and they wanted somebody who knew Batman. Yeah. Um. And they also got um. They hired Wolfgang Peterson to direct.
0: I haven't heard this much.
1: <laughs> His films include Das Boot. Okay. Um, Never ending story, line of fire, Air Force One, and Troy. Okay, so Some of those are after Troy's off the after this. Yeah, okay, let's see. Certain rumors that were circulated at the time was that it'd be a complete reboot, mm-hmm. it would be a continuation of the Burton films. Okay, okay, it was rumored that they wanted uh, Christian Bale for Batman.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> and that. You know what?
1: That's not the first time you might be thinking that with one of my other choices. Oh. Well. Um, and for uh, Superman, Jude Law.
0: That's not bad. I like that.
1: Mm. I Matt like Damon that. was also considered for both. Of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Interesting as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you, might, you might remember this name, but the president at Warner Brothers at the time was Alan Horn.
0: Oh yeah,
1: okay. You might know is is at Disney now.
0: Okay.
1: He's also he's had a hand in uh, the MCU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Clearly not an idiot. Yeah. Um, he thought it was better to save the films for um, to have them have the solo films. Okay. But he wasn't completely sure, and at the same, time, roughly around the same time as this. JJ Abrams presented him a script for a solo Superman film.
0: Oh, I heard about this. This one, yeah.
1: This is one of my other things for a bit later. Yeah. Um, a Superman flyby. Yeah. Um, and Horn decided to show both scripts to the Warner Brothers board.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Uh, and they all, apart from one of them, all of them chose the Superman solo film. Oh, okay. The Batman vs. Superman was canned however the script was leaked (laughs) oh no here we go and i I don't know if because this obviously would have been worked on yeah this was sort of the initial one
0: yeah
1: uh it would it would have been worked on it had probably been improved a little bit Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but also i'm not clear if this is the one after it's been worked on to lighten it up if it's if it is I would love to see what the original version was.
0: <laughs> <because> okay. <laughs>
1: this is... Uh, wow. Yeah. All
0: right,
1: So, so Sorry, we start I- with this. <laughs> so we start with... Also, I'm not sure on the other rumours because this implies that Batman and Superman are a bit older.
0: Yeah.
1: But that obviously doesn't tally with if it was Christian Bale and Jude Law. Oh yeah, I'm unsure. But yeah. anyway, maybe it's sort of maybe this supposed to be around thirty. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Clark and Lewis are divorced. Okay. Um, he's lonely and takes it out on the criminals. <laughs> Batman's been retired for five years.
0: As he always is, by the way.
1: Yeah. Everyone's dead. Oh, everyone. Uh, Dick Grayson's dead. Alfred's dead. Commissioner Gordon dead. Joker dead. I mean. What? I mean, who's he
0: got? He's getting married.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, she's on the up.
1: And so, um, there's uh one of the opening things is that there's um the wedding,
0: okay.
1: At which uh, Barbara Gordon uh, exclaims how she's too perfect for him, okay. which is obviously a nice thing on the wedding day. Okay. Also, Clark is uh, Bruce Wayne's best man. They're good friends at this point. Yeah, I'm. I, it's led to believe that they know each other's identities and they're best mates.
0: Yeah, and what have you? They get some beers at the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, and so they have a conversation. Clark obviously, uh, obviously makes Bruce's uh, wedding day a bit better by telling him how he's divorced from Lois. Uh, <laughs> so it's obviously a great thing to tell someone on the wedding day.
0: Easy, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and that. Basically Bruce tells him not to give in to the anger, not to give in to the uh, the darkness because once you get a taste for blood, there's a whole monologue. Mm-hmm. So after this Clark obviously has a complete turnaround. Yeah. They and they, they have the they have the wedding. They everything's good. <laughs> so they go on the honeymoon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His wife Elizabeth mm-hmm. is killed by a bee. Hang on, what? <laughs> what? Killed by a bee. What, what do you mean? <laughs> she, she gets stung with a bee carrying a Joker toxin.
0: Oh, okay. Nice.
1: So it might sound
0: like a lovely reaction. <laughs>
1: so but that man's obviously fuming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking fuming.
1: <laughs> As he would be. Yeah. And he wants to track down his copycat killer. And Superman warns him off. Mm-hmm. Um, so Batman goes after criminals, beats some criminals up, leaves them nearly dead.
0: Of course
1: it is. And he does. And in event he finds the Joker.
0: What, he's not dead?
1: He's not dead. Surprise, surprise. Shit, Batman yes. asks him how he's not dead. Joker responds, we don't have time for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of those. It's one of those. <laughs>
1: and so then, so then, th- th- this is the part when I feel like, you know, it starts to starts to really get crazy, mm-hmm. all right? Superman goes to visit Lex Luthor in prison,
0: okay.
1: and so I, I I don't know if there's like an interrogation or something, but apparently Lex just reveals all this to him. So he reveals that he created uh, the Joker. He's a Joker clone.
0: Oh okay. Okay. Uh,
1: ordered him to kill Elizabeth care. He figured out that Bruce Wayne's a Batman. (laughs) There's
0: a lot of things here.
1: And wait, it gets more complicated. And So he decided to to kill Elizabeth uh, knowing that it would break Batman and that Batman would go for revenge and that Superman wouldn't like that. And (laughs) Superman would uh, then try and stop him and believing that Batman would then beat Superman and kill him.
0: I mean... That's the convoluted way of getting about it. Like,
1: oh, it is, it is.
0: Get some kryptonite, put in it, put in a bullet and shoot him.
1: Mm. So yeah, that's, that's how it goes. That's and so, not... so Superman tries to turns up, tries to stop Batman. Yeah. Batman, because obviously psychic, uh, says that he's he's prepared with all the kryptonite because he thought he'd try and stop him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so they have they have the little fight. <laughs> Batman Batman hits him with an arrow or something. Yeah. Hits him, hits him with an arrow, Kryptonite arrow to the knee. <laughs> or to the knee. Uh something like that. Oh, yeah. And then he goes off to kill the Joker.
0: Oh.
1: And then uh Joker I think it says the Joker beats Batman. Really? I don't know. I don't know, but um Batman um so the Superman then reveals to Batman yeah. that he created Elizabeth.
0: Oh, what? So, Elizabeth? What? Hang on. Elizabeth is, a, is not a human being.
1: Elizabeth the clown.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay.
1: Just to kill her and to break Batman.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Upon what? learning this, Batman gives up.
0: <laughs> he gives up the movie.
1: And then, and then so, uh, the joke is about to kill him. Superman intervenes, throws a brick at him. <laughs> I feel like. Throws, what
0: a, throws a brick at him. <laughs> <laughs> I have the idea of suit of mind in God among men. Just like thinking, what can I do about this situation? Oh I know, a brick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god.
1: Um, and, then, and then cause the, the, the YouTube video where they went over this for highlighted in the script, he obviously know, throws his brick at him. Apparently it says in the in the script that it hits him in the mid drift. <laughs> 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 Oh my That's in the script.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I like the idea of them writing that in the line, in like the script, and like in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the
1: script. It in the script. He literally folds into <laughs> <laughs> oh. As he like falls away and somehow he survives. I don't know how.
0: Oh, it's fine. He's fine.
1: But then, then, <laughs> it's not over. <laughs>
0: No oh, man, wow.
1: because then it just says Lex Luthor turns up in power armor.
0: Oh, oh, oh no!
1: But so him being in prison, he just breaks yeah. out. Yeah, of
0: course. It's Lex Luthor, isn't it?
1: Mm. Decides to disregard his plan altogether <laughs> and just try and kill himself. Oh my the bats god! Bats and Sips team up and they stop him. They beat him. They go to arrest him, but he esca- escapes, setting up a sequel.
0: Of course, of
1: course. And that's it.
0: <laughs> that's it. So Batman's just got no one, and he's moving on.
1: <laughs> well, no, I think I think it ends because at the start of the film, it's got um, it has Clark in his office,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in the Daily Planet.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Daily Planet, and one of the co-workers. literally the first scene. The co-worker, and the co-workers, asked him to go for a drink with them. Mm-hmm. Clark says no. And then the co-worker gets angry with him, calls him a dickhead and leaves. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. And so
1: at the end of this Batman's like, do you want to go for a drink? And Superman's like, let's go for a soda. And the last line of the script is something like Batman saying, oh, you never change. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> that, um, that for me, right, that sort of weird... I don't even know what to call. It. That's not comedy. I don't want to call it. <laughs> that. It's like on a level for me of like the Justice League, Batman, weird thing. <laughs> like that. That the um, the 2017 one where like he's oh, like yeah. where he's like I don't not like you. When <laughs> I mean like he has a cross on Superman. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That okay. That's amazing. That is great. <laughs> oh, wow. I
1: I genuinely know what that was like before it was lightened up.
0: Yeah yeah you think there was no i think i bet there was no like get a drink at the end or i don't know kill him anyway yeah because i mean the start of that movie sounds so depressing batman has literally no one superman is divorced
1: uh
0: the girlfriend dies (laughs) and then at the end they get a drink (laughs) they're all mates wow that's that's great that's great Mm. that's phenomenal (laughs) that's
1: that's mine that's my next one does yeah (laughs) oh god
0: i i almost wish you got it (laughs) do you want to move on then?
1: oh we can do yeah
0: yeah so i want to talk about and this isn't so much failed movies as in i don't think they were ever going to happen but uh i want to talk about michael jackson and his oh no are you aware of this? this is wh- This
1: the thing where he has an obsession with playing Spider-Man.
0: Yes. And so many other other characters. Um, he tried
1: to buy Marvel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um Michael Jackson, okay. He makes the good music. He he does the good the good the good stuff. Um however, when it comes to wanting to be in movies, he is mental. <laughs> Um,
1: wasn't wasn't he also was there something something shady going on there as well? Was there? I think there
0: was. Uh, was there some
1: trial or something? Um, I don't
0: I don't know. I don't Let's know. not go into it. Yeah. Um, but um, so he wanted to be in. At first, I think he wanted to be in Peter Pan, which is going to be a Steven Spielberg movie, and uh, he essentially wanted it so bad that he just he was wouldn't stop pestering everyone else making that Peter Pan film. Which I I guess Peter Pan kind of for him is the only one out of the ones I'm gonna say kind of works. I guess, but not really. <laughs> what, um,
1: would he be Peter Pan or would it be Captain Hook or
0: I think Peter Pan, I think it was. Because Peter Pan in those in that movie is meant to be like an older older Peter Pan.
1: Oh, is this the Robin Williams one?
0: Yeah, 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 that one. Mm. Um but I think that's probably the least surprising one to me, at least for him. But um, yeah. but moving on from that, he wanted to then he <laughs> wanted to then be in Men in Black two because he saw the first one and by the end of it said that he was uncontrollably crying throughout the entire credits. And I I do not understand that at all. <laughs> um, then <laughs> there's like one kind of sad element to that movie about. Um, Tommy Lee Jones' wife at the end, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, that movie was like a fun blockbuster Will Smith comedy, and I've got no idea how Michael Jackson said this is the most immortal movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> so and he wants to be a second one, and then oh second, Michael. yeah, and in the second Men of Black movie, he he is in it um, for a second. He is a Men in Black agent, and he's mm. meant to be I don't know what he's doing. He's doing some sort of comedic big, bit. Um that's fine, I guess. I don't really care about that that much. Um however, <laughs> going forward, he okay, before Spider before Spider Man as well, he wanted to be um what do you call him? Willy Wonka in the the Depp depth Tim Burton oh, version it would. and he didn't
1: terrifying.
0: It would have been. And he wanted to be it so bad that he wrote an entire album for the movie to use. With, for free. No like no Warner Brothers or whoever was making the movie didn't ask him to do it. He just sort of did it on his own behalf. I came in saying, "I want to be Willy Wonka." Here's the music, <laughs> um, and then they all went, "You know, thanks for the music, but we don't want you to be." Willy Wonka. <laughs> he goes, "He goes, well, fuck you. I'm taking, my, I'm taking on music, and I'm going." And like, fine, but <laughs> no one asked for this. Um, so he was, and he kept on pestering them as well. He kept on going back and forth with that. And it never happened, thankfully, I would say. Um, but yes, the big one is definitely Spider-Man with Marvel because um, obviously Michael Jackson was a very rich man, <laughs> um, so he went to Stan Lee. Who he thought he, he Stan Lee owned the rights to Spider-Man and he said, um, I want to be Spider-Man and Stan, Stan Lee apparently thought this was a good idea, <laughs> by the way. Um, he thought he would have been good <laughs> i disagree um, oh, yes. um yes. and he said but Stan Lee doesn't own the rights to spider-man uh, it's marvel so michael jackson said to himself oh well i got easy to loosen and i'll just buy marvel <laughs> and here's the thing though i don't i think he could have done it i do think he would have like he could have like bought marvel and spider-man 2002 told Maguire, sam raimi could have had michael jackson in the lead role <laughs> um I have no idea how it didn't happen because I do think he could have done it but um, business I guess but it's just amazing for me to think about a Michael Jackson in a Spider-Man costume movie Spider-Man costume doing the lines of Tobey Maguire and like doing all that and oh my god and him like writing a soundtrack for the movie probably as well (laughs) oh god and yeah I just wanted to get all those out of the way because I find that Fascinating, <laughs> that is, <that's> just... <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, I can't believe that anyone he knew, like his friends or family, said to him, Hang on, mate, this might, this might be too far. I know you're an artist and all that, but like, come on, <laughs> uh,
1: yes, uh, just, yeah, just, well, just, just don't just leave this let us one be, yeah, just leave, leave really it, leave it, yeah, Peter Pan,
0: mm, you, you don't need him. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, that's all I've
1: got to say about that. It was just that's fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, God. Shall we move on to the next one? Okay, I can do another one. Okay. So, um, as I promised, I've got a little bit on uh, the Seafed Man flyby.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I haven't done that much research for it. It's just something I've flicked over. Yeah. So, it was a JJ Abrams thing. Mm-hmm. It was in around two thousand and two, early two thousands.
0: Ah, a good year. <laughs> I guess. So
1: this is, <laughs> so this is all at uh, this point. What JJ Abrams has done is a TV show with Felicity and Alias. Uh huh. He hasn't done Lost. He hasn't done Mission Impossible.
0: So he's not proven yet as a director, really. No. No. Okay. It's
1: not I see. Um, and so he submitted this, this draft this draft. And it's one that's both intriguing, but didn't go particularly. It didn't go down particularly well with fans. Okay, because much in a way, much like start the Star Trek reboot, mm-hmm. it ch- it changes the law.
0: Okay, I see.
1: And there are various things that are very different from the comics, which upset people because. God, God God, help the people that try and do anything new.
0: God help experimenting. God help. Um, it.
1: So there's basically a General Zod character who isn't General Zod. <laughs> okay, right. Um, character called Tai Zor. It, tai Zor? Who is um, Kal-El or Superman's uncle. <laughs> okay. This article describes him as his angry uncle. <laughs> okay. This, this, this is from um, a, a Den of Geek article. Mm-hmm. Most of my, my research has come from.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, main criticisms is that in this, especially in the first script, crypt, uh, Krypton is not destroyed.
0: So, it's not blowing up at all?
1: No, it's fine. It's, just... <laughs> okay, it's, so it's... Just fine. <laughs> in the that... first script, anyway. Okay. Okay. So, um el apparently visits Earth at some point. Visit the Kents.
0: <laughs> what? Hang on. So jor the the dad, goes Yeah. To Earth. The, he goes to Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. it, visits,
1: it just said in the article it says Jor-El visits the <laughs> Kents okay. earlier to determine
0: whether the Kents are worthy. They're trying Okay. So. He's going over to Earth uh, to find out if the Kents are good parents. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> so the, the script shows Krypton offers having like big robots, war suits,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all this, all this sort of thing. Um, Jarrell is described as a king at one point. Okay. Um, Ab- and th- this script apparently goes in real detail. Okay. Like, all stuff like sets, costumes. Oh.
0: So like it was like designed in the script.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And one of the one of the details, one of the notes he's put on there is that he wanted the Kryptonians to speak a different language. Like he wanted to create a language.
0: (laughs) Okay. This would have been interesting. (laughs) He
1: didn't like Klingon. Yeah. Basically. He wanted to do that. Okay. Um so basically what would happen is that Angry Brother, (laughs) evil, evil uncle. Uh, I... Wait, wait, wait. Where's his name? Uh, Kat- uh, Katazor. 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 <laughs> okay. The, the the this article says that um, Superman isn't sent to Earth in order to escape the destruction of the planet, but rather to protect him from his evil uncle Jorel's brother, Katazor. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Um... By the way, his name, katazo is like the herd that his dad was called Joel and thought, how much can I get to piss out of this? <laughs> <laughs> so and so far, this, this is this... interesting.
1: No, go on, what are you
0: going to say? And so far, this is an interesting because I, I would say that even the Nicolas Cage one doesn't like not blow up Krypton and all that. I would say it's kind of in that sense, very like tied to the, to the backstory and the lore that we all know. This is, in, this is definitely interesting, I would say. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and tying in with a lot of films at the time, um, it has a prophecy.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, So it, was, it says Kalel, who is Superman, mm-hmm. is, uh, is a prophecy that says he's supposed to take the throne of Krypton. Oh, be king? Yeah, basically.
0: So now it's like a royalty story. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Basically. So, um, wait a minute. What's going on here then? I've lost track of.
0: <laughs> it's a big story. All
1: um, oh, right. Okay. So we, we, we have, we have. Okay. We have Katazor, who is <laughs> his angry uncle. Okay. And then we also have Tizor. Uh huh. Who is angry cousin?
0: Oh f- fucking hell, geez.
1: <laughs> so Tizor is essentially General Zod. hmm Okay. Tizor goes to Earth looking for Kalel. Yeah. To try and I, I don't know, just try and kill him, I think. Okay,
0: Of course.
1: Um so it's sort of it, g- it goes very man of steel.
0: Like there's trucks in and all that?
1: Yeah, except uh, it dials it up to a hundred. Really? Literally destruction everywhere. Wow! He turns up with some psychic ninjas.
0: <laughs> that's a special sentence. You
1: think? You think I'm joking? It says here he's ninja-like Kryptonian cronies. Bazal. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, wow. Bazal, Khan, yeah. and Alter.
0: So, okay, okay. What okay? What year did this movie was this movie being written?
1: This is two thousand and two.
0: Okay, cause kind of I define nineteen ninety nine to about two thousand and three as the year of like everyone loved martial arts because the Matrix happened, and I think I have a theory about this. I have a theory that a lot of movies got pushed into having martial arts because <laughs> there's a mummy, uh, the mummy sequel with Bren, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Out of nowhere, all the characters learn kung fu, <laughs> of and I think it it was a big thing that happened for a good like four years. And I think this is part of it, maybe. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, so the ninjas ninjas appear, right? Bazal yeah. and his lads,
0: <laughs> and his <there's> nin- <laughs> ninja boys.
1: Yeah, they turn up with giant robot war machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, um, but it isn't like it isn't just Metropolis or Smallville, Gotham yep. apparently gets a mention. That happened a lot, uh,
0: didn't it? Gotham, also, is yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There is, and then uh, apparently there's mention of destruction to the pyramids at Giza and <laughs> okay. the Cathedral of Notre Dame.
0: So they're just going around the world and just messing it up, really. Mhm. Of course. It's also
1: Superman dies and comes back. Again, that happens in every <laughs>
0: script of two oh okay, I don't oh. so, at this point, right. Yeah.
1: We've got we've got probably enough to piss off the fan base.
0: Oh, easily, easily.
1: And that isn't it, my friend.
0: Oh, we have okay.
1: more. <laughs> oh Lex Luthor.
0: Oh, he's back,
1: he's back. Lex Luther is a CIA agent who investigates UFOs.
0: What? What the
1: fuck? This, this...
0: is insane. <laughs> yeah, come on, this is like this. The, the backstory of one of the characters, and they said, "How about we do do that, but not do it at the same time?" You know?
1: Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. This article it says Lex is a, a clever, well written, fun character. <laughs> a fun um... character. Who just distrusts Superman because of his job. And then...
0: Oh. oh. Here we
1: go. The bombshell. <laughs> it's revealed in the final... I'm quoting this. I'm quoting this here. This is from the article. Okay. It's revealed in the final pages that he is actually a Kryptonian sleeper agent with all the abilities of Superman. What the fuck? Jeez, what? What? <laughs> Okay, so he's
0: been sent from Krypton, I assume, and he's been put there to just be a CIA agent mm-hmm. and at some point become a Kung Fu legend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I'm, I'm guessing the thing is that obviously Jor-El sends Superman or Kal-el or Clark, however, whatever you want to call him, Mm-hmm. Sends him to Earth to protect him, so the people don't go after him to try and kill him. Yeah, because there's a civil war happening on Krypton.
0: As it always is. <laughs> uh,
1: and so they, they 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 send so they're searching for him. I'm guessing the sleeper agent Lex Luthor's there to observe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if he's a sleeper agent for Jor El. Or a sleeper agent for his angry uncle.
0: I mean. Either one doesn't really matter at this point, you know.
1: Mm. Oh, wow. talk, um, of course, um thingy Kent dies. Papa Did Kent. That... Pa Kent.
0: Oh,
1: Papa okay. Kent dies.
0: In a tornado or a heart attack?
1: <laughs> no, it's a heart attack. Well, it, apparently it says, earlier on, early on in the article, it says that he dies after learning that Superman does some supermanning.
0: <laughs> okay. By shock? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Apparently. Apparently. Okay, that's um, that's odd. <laughs> so the script was then changed
0: again, of course.
1: Um, the second draft, yeah. Um, I well, mean, we just re re um, uh, the really apparently is more of a religious note to the prophecy, which is upheld, okay. Um and there's also mention of a Kryptonian holy land <laughs> okay. named Mena
0: on the planet, or
1: I don't know, it, just, it just appears to be an entire continent. Okay, apparently, Krypton still isn't destroyed, but <laughs> a chunk of it is.
0: So they half asked it really,
1: <laughs> mm. yeah, basically. Okay. But wow. it, the article says a chunk of it is as uh, uh, detonated uh, by Katazor, Okay. Leaving it looking like and I quote from the article here a planetary apple with a big bite taken out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is great. I love that.
1: <laughs> and apparently there was also supposed to be in the original one a Growing up Kent Musical Montage.
0: No way. Oh.
1: Which okay. featured a Kryptonian dirty diaper joke.
0: What the fuck? I don't what? know what
1: that means. I'm just reading here at this point. What?
0: I I Oh wow. JJ Abrams, what what the fuck? <laughs>
1: know, this is this is making me put a new uh, lens on the way I look at JJ Abrams now.
0: Yeah, because like Everyone, I would say I would say with JJ Abrams, especially Star Wars, he's very he isn't he doesn't go that far away from like the, the lore and the feel of the series that like, he's going into. Yeah. So if I would hear that JJ Abrams was doing a, uh, a Superman movie, I would probably assume it's gonna be kinda of like the Donna movies or something like that. I would not expect Kryptonian is not blown up, there's a family drama, um kung fu, uh known <laughs> yeah a di- a diaper joke or whatever <laughs> that mm-hmm. is incredible that is really interesting
1: <laughs> so yeah and there's still more oh wow lex is no longer a kryptonian sleeper agent oh, okay he's now uh, as the article describes a disheveled crackpot and a ufo enthusiast Oh my god. <laughs> so he then stumbles upon a kryptonium pod sent by Catazor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, with a dying soldier inside. The encounter leaves Lex bald.
0: Okay.
1: Without so thinking. That's that's wow. But also gives him enlightened intelligence. Yeah. So he get from there he goes on to found Lex Corp and become a corrupt billionaire.
0: So, his intellect is fueled by Kryptonian whatever.
1: Yeah, basically. Okay. It also mentions that he's running for president.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Side so, note there.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, apparently, at this stage of the script, it goes much more J.J. Uh, Abrams. <laughs> Particularly with Lex, He feels much more with the law and it feels more like a J.J. Abrams nostalgia trip. Mm hmm. Um, as well, Lois Lane is a in- investigating Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also says um, apparently it plays out like *Superman* the animated series. Okay. And when Superman refuses to join Luthor's plans for conquest, Lex activates a beacon that leads Tyzor to Earth.
0: Okay, so I this- see. I assume we're going to get a big end battle, city, yeah. City destroying, a kung fu battle.
1: <laughs> There's still still city destruction. Uh, you would be pleased to know that in the second draft, the pyramids of Giza are fine. Of course, <laughs> um, the ninjas aren't there, sadly. Oh,
0: Ninja, the,
1: the ninjas have been cut. They were the best part, though. <laughs> I know, and what it mentions here that one of the one of the main things is that. Um, It would have cost too much to make. This script would have had to have had a thirty million plus budget.
0: Yeah, it it feels like it would have been because, like, we've got Krypton the entire movie, and then we've got superhero action, but like, kung fu, whatever city is drawing, and then all the other stuff that goes along with that. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's still a giant battle just in Metropolis. He still dies and is reborn, but it's much quicker. Mhm. Um it would the film would end uh with Superman boarding a craft and going off to Krypton to pursue his destiny to be the king of Krypton <laughs> because I've never mentioned this before but this is supposed to be the first film in a trilogy.
0: Oh my god, every time, every single time.
1: Oh,
0: I'm film was the beginning of a trilogy now. Mhm. And there's really? also a
1: director saga. <laughs> yeah. So JJ wasn't gonna direct it. Yeah. Um this, this 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 is something that will in will make you think, oh wow, I'm really sad we didn't get to see that.
0: Yeah.
1: And that is that the director that they initially hired was McGee.
0: <laughs> oh, him. Him. Yep. And I... the
1: article says that mm-hmm. Uh, The reason he didn't do it was because uh, he had a fear of flying. What? So then uh, Brett Ratner took over. Hang on. I want to go back a second there. Um,
0: (laughs) A fear of flying. I I get it. But, like, you're not meant to be Superman flying around. (laughs) That's not the point, mate. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. Brett Brett Ratner.
1: (laughs) Brett Ratner took over. Okay. Um, And he was replaced
0: mm-hmm.
1: by McGee. Again? Again.
0: Wow. Okay. It got over the flying.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, what well, must have done? <laughs> he must have discovered some um, Kryptonian pod and gained yeah. strength from it.
0: Yeah, from President as well.
1: Um, Phil Saunders was attached, who concept art for Avengers, John Carter, and Tron Legacy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and a studio called the Stan Winston Studio designed costumes for Superman and Tizor. Oh. they notably worked on Terminator Two, Predator, and Aliens.
0: That's good. That's a good one. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've,
0: um, I've seen the image of the Superman suit from J.J. Abrams' version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And here as well. It looks interesting. It looks like
0: a. A good one, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um as for castings,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: there are apparently reliable reports that Anthony Hopkins was in for Jorel. Oh. McJ not... McGee claimed in an interview. Now this is the most fascinating thing, mm-hmm. bearing in mind this is two thousand and two. Yeah. McGee said in an interview that for Lex Luther they had Robert Downey Jr. in mind. Really? Yeah. Two
0: thousand two, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's a choice, isn't it? it is. <laughs> that is a because, like him back then. For anyone that doesn't know, he he was not a star at all.
1: No, he wasn't. That was probably as he was coming out of his um, coming out of rehab. Yeah.
0: Out of prison as well.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. As for the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. An 18-year-old Shia LaBeouf was cast as Jimmy Olsen.
0: Oh, that—that's
1: that's not bad. I like that. Interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it was also claimed that Johnny Depp was considered for Lex Luther as well.
0: I mean, sure. I support and, that.
1: <laughs> and then G's top choice for Lois Lane was mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson.
0: Oh, was she famous back then? Or? I
1: think so. Was well, okay. she issue the child actor? Wasn't she? Oh, yes, he was. Like
0: yeah, okay.
1: Selma Blair's name was also mentioned. And for Superman himself,
0: <laughs>
1: Nick kid <it. laughs> again, <laughs> test footage was shot with Jason Beer. I've
0: got no idea who that is.
1: Michael Cassidy.
0: No idea who that is. <laughs> I don't know
1: who those two are. Yeah, um, you might know this one is. Supernatural's Jared Padalecki.
0: I do know him. That is that that would have been
1: I don't know I, how I that one. <laughs> I think he was a very look good looking like a good look for Superman. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher was also screen tested apparently.
0: Oh no, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> the article also says there were disturbing rumors that Warner Brothers wanted Justin Timberlake to wear the cape.
0: Oh god. Oh no However
1: Yeah That is not it. Oh <laughs> The one that, um, there was was apparently a photograph online from the screen test, Mm -hmm. because they did screen test him, and the one that McGee said that he liked the most was a 20-year-old Henry Cavill.
0: Oh my God, wow. I know. That is, that is on point. (laughs) Wow.
1: I find that so weird.
0: Yeah. I... Was he? I don't even know if he was around in 2002. <laughs> Again, no idea. That would have been interesting, definitely, to see him okay. a younger Superman from him.
1: And I also think that with, with him obviously being Superman, do mm. you, you know, because Bad Robot had been hired by uh, Warner or something. Oh, yeah. J.J. Abrams' company. Yeah. J.J. Abrams now has pretty much control over DC,
0: that, oh god, wow. So
1: that that script
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is still a possibility.
0: It really is. Oh. There, are
1: rumors, there are rumors that they, he wants to do a Superman film. That,
0: Oh my god. Was,
1: with Henry Cavill being the choice at the time. Yeah. Now they've actually got him, and there was also rumors that Henry Cavill will be continuing.
0: Yeah. I would I would love to see I mean I know what JJ Abrams is kind of like divisive in general. Um but I would love to see him do a Superman movie. I think that's such a perfect, like mix, like mismatch or whatever, mm-hmm. of director and actor and character. I think it just that for me just works for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, because that could actually happen as well. That's like, it if, could. That's, it's still
1: very much a possibility.
0: Yeah, I that I can't. Yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like lots of words in that one because I would. Yeah, I'm excited for that if mm-hmm. that happens.
1: That's another one where I think it might just be crazy enough to work.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I think that, that at least that one, the script that we just went through there, needs some work.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That needs work.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm i not sure. I'm all for like, changing the law and like if it helps the story, but I don't see the point much in keeping Krypton still going, really. Mm. Just have a Taizo or cart cat.
1: <laughs>
0: but you can have them still going around, just how have...
1: Bazal. Bazal the ninja.
0: Forgot about that one, of course. Um...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow. His name was Bazal. They're not comic carriers, are they? Those ones.
1: No, they're not, I don't think they they're original.
0: That's amazing that they just went no we'll, we'll do this one. <laughs> not <Right. doesn't> it? <laughs>
1: it's well it's well to not to invent catal and Thai Al mm-hmm. I've forgotten them already. <laughs> when you already have a god who can do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Feels a bit odd.
0: Yeah, it really does, yeah. Wow. I think Superman has a kind of a, a cursed history of making films, doesn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: he really does. Like, it it started well, it got really bad, and then it wasn't nothing for, like, 20 years, I think it was. hmm Then nothing but, like, divisive films, really. I know. Poor Superman.
1: Do you have... <laughs> Do you have more?
0: Um, yeah, the next one also is kind of a big one. Um, mm-hmm. But I might go through it quickly since we're kind of going a lot of time here, really. Um,
1: do, you to, do you want to do this like a two-parter? Uh,
0: we could do, yeah.
1: I think we so, could do. We could, we could keep going. Yeah. And then just cut it in two.
0: Okay. Um, so the next one is going to be the George Lucas um, sequel trilogy that you plan to do.
1: Oh, I thought. Yeah, should we do this in two parts then?
0: Uh, yeah, we can, yeah, sure. Okay. So this has been the first part of our episode on cancelled, lost, anything in between sequels and franchises. Um, our second part will be coming up as well, and that'll be about the sequel trilogy from George Lucas and some thumbs as well. Mm-hmm. I hope you stay tuned.
1: Yeah. yeah, we hope we can listen to that one as well. So if you have listened to this part, thank you very much. hmm Okay. Goodbye. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> yeah, goodbye.